Welcome to the Mind Your OT Business Podcast, where we empower and equip occupational therapy practitioners and others to be savvy and successful entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura Park Figueroa. Ready to take action? Let's jump in. Hello, hello. Today is a solo episode where I am going to talk with you about selling. This was a request by a friend on Instagram who reached out to me and said that they were having a very hard time selling their first more expensive product than a, you know, $27, $37 offer. This product they were selling was a more significant offer. I actually don't know how much it was, but I think in the in the multiple hundreds or mid 500s maybe. I'm not really sure how much they were charging for this product, but they reached out to me and said they were just having such a hard time because they love their customers and their community that they have on social media so much and just really had a hard time asking for money for what they knew was very valuable, this course or product that they were offering. And yet the mindset issues around selling were very real and really hard. And I loved that she was honest enough with me to have this conversation. And also, I told her that it would be a great podcast episode. So here I am, I'm going to share my thoughts on selling with you. Now, I want to start out by saying that there are a million different ways to sell. Okay, maybe not a million, but there are a lot of different ways to sell. And My number one thing that I have learned from experience in positive ways, and I have learned from experience in really big fail learns as well, the number one thing that I want us all to keep in mind when we are selling our products or services is that you must do what is in alignment with your personal values and what feels authentically you. Now, does this mean you are never going to be uncomfortable selling? No, because all of us, probably all of us that are listening to this podcast are helping professionals and we tend to feel bad asking for people to do things for us, such as give us money (laughs) for our services or products. But I want this whole entire conversation that I, well, it's not a conversation. So one-sided conversation. You can reply to me on DMs on Instagram to let me know what you think about this so we can have a conversation. But this one-sided conversation that I am having here about selling, just remember to always stay in touch with yourself, in touch with what feels authentic to you and how you want to sell while also learning from experts in sales on strategies for how to sell. Now, ultimately, the first thing to remember when you're quote unquote selling is that really sales is all about solving people's problems. And if you know deep in your gut the problem that you solve for people, it's relatively easy to sell. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to have our own mindset issues around it or our own struggles. And that is what we need to be aware of and constantly be reassessing and and getting in touch with our inner voices that we're hearing in our in our minds or the, the stories that we're telling ourselves. So I'm going to go through a few things. I have a few notes here. This is going to be rather off the cuff because I just quick jotted these down. But I want to share for my friend and also for 
for all of you some thoughts I have about selling. So the first thing is, of course, stay authentic. That's the most primary and important thing. But I guess the second thing then would be to truly know the value of what you have to offer. What is the problem that you're solving? And really, really, really believe deep in your gut that you have the solution to that problem. That will then frame your selling and your your marketing and sales are, are kind of different, but in general, I'm, I'm going to lump them together here. But when you're selling your product, that allows you to really communicate well when you know the problem that that your customer has and that you know the value that you offer because you're solving that problem. The number one objection that people always have is going to be price in general. I mean, that's that's like typically the thing, right? We don't want we worry about people giving us money and that's what we worry about. We worry about that objection of, well, I can't afford it. Your job in selling is to help people see the value is there for the price that you are asking. So buying is psychological. I've said this on previous podcasts. Like it's not a rational process really, but I do think that we can treat customers as thinking people and treat their objections as legit objections and talk with them about the solutions to those objections they have and why you can overcome those objections when you are selling to them or how how your product or service that you are selling is of value so that the objections do not become an issue anymore. Y'all, I'm recording this at like 6.30 at night when my brain doesn't work. I should really only record podcasts first thing in the morning, so forgive me (laughs) for my meandering thoughts here. All right, so I will say, in my experience, most of us helping professionals start out by pricing our services and products way too low. So naturally, when you bump your prices up, every time you bump those prices up, you're going to have another mindset hurdle to overcome yourself. You're going to see imposter syndrome creep up and say, really, are you worth it? Are you really worth charging this? How are you going to charge that much? That's crazy. And I'm not a business coach who says that you can just raise prices as much as you want. There is a end cap on how much people will pay in a market for a specific service. So I am not someone who says all the time, oh, you should be charging more. You should be charging more. I feel very passionately about the fact that you should be able to give a rational reason, even though buying is not always rational, I do think people do think about what they're spending money on, especially for a higher ticket offer. Even though buying isn't a purely rational process, you really need to be able to rationally give a reason, multiple reasons, for why your product is worth way more than what you're charging. In, in online sales, a number that I've heard is that any offer that you sell online, now this is not for a service. So those of you that are therapists selling your therapy services, this does not apply to you because it's hard to kind of put a number on it like this. But if you are selling online products or online services, then the value of that product should be 10 times what you're charging for it. So an example that I have, oh, and I, I also wanted to state, it's best if these things are on your sales page. So if you have a, a sales page where you sell your product or service, your sales page should illustrate how your offer is worth way more than what you're charging for that service or product. So 
An example of this is in the Contigo Approach course. So if you're listening for the first time, the Contigo Approach is, it stands for Connection and Transformation in the Great Outdoors. And it is the nature-based therapy approach that I developed that is not just for occupational therapists, but PTs, speech therapists, mental health counselors, for any pediatric therapist to take their work with children outdoors into nature. And that course sells for $1997. Basically, it's $2,000. Now, I am 100% confident that that course is worth $20,000 because I can tell people with math, I can map out if you value your time at $100 an hour to get all of the things that you get in this course, to get the nature assessments library, the planning templates that we give you, the skills videos, the goal bank of, of therapy goals, plus all of the core content for the course, plus a bunch of really valuable bonuses. All of that content would take them so long to put together themselves and to learn themselves that I can do math to say, if you value your time at this much per hour, it would take you this many hours to get everything that's in this course. And so I know that it's worth really a value, a dollar value of 20 grand, and I'm going to sell it for two grand. So that's just an example of how you can think about pricing things. Now, I, I should give a caveat here, because if you're selling a therapy service, it's really hard to say to a parent, well, you pay me $150 an hour, but really it's worth $1,500. You know, like really you can't, the terms don't exactly fit for selling a therapy service. But I know many of you are running non-traditional businesses listening to this. And so just keeping that in mind, that pricing idea of making sure that what you are charging, it is worth way more than that and that you're able to give a rationale for that. That will really help you be confident in your marketing. And finally, the, the, last, the last few things that I had on my list here were to just know that not everyone sees everything you put online. I think sometimes when we're selling, when we have like a cart open, if we're selling something online or when we're enrolling children for therapy services, or when you're doing an enrollment for therapy in your practice, when we have those times when we're more on and selling, it can feel like we're saying the same thing over and over online. Now, I always recommend that you do education-based marketing and sales. Like, So you're going to teach something and give people some helpful information and then invite them into paying for your service or product after you do the teaching with your online marketing. Now, I, I just want to say, though, if you feel like you're repeating yourself over and over and you're worried that people are seeing everything you do and just getting annoyed at you, well, just tell yourself and know deep in your soul that how others feel about you is not necessarily reality, okay? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I know Brene Brown says, like, decide whose opinion you're going to care about and just let the rest go and don't try to impress other people or worry about that. Now, I don't think that my friend who brought this issue up to me was worried about what people thought of her. I think she was genuinely wanting to make sure that people did not feel she was taking advantage of her relationship with them online by selling something to them, which I don't think people did at all. I want you to think about when you buy a product, when you buy something, when you buy something that you really value, you would feel weird if you didn't give money for it. So just remember that people will pay for what they value. Your ideal customers are going to be attracted to you if you are just yourself in your marketing. Don't worry about what people think of you. This is so hard for me too, y'all. I, I really, I really, 
I'm telling you, this is something I really struggle with. My husband has told me all the time, like, you need to stop caring what people think so much. And I'm like, I don't, it's not that I care what people think. I just, you know, I, I make excuses, but I'm I'm just being honest here as I always am on this podcast. It is, it is hard to not care what people think, but you have to grow a thick skin in business. I want us to be heart-centered as entrepreneurs and really in touch with ourselves and connected with others and also know that you are going to open yourself up to a lot of criticism if you are putting yourself out there as a business owner. And so just be aware that others' opinions of you is not reality all the time. Um, our tendency is to want to believe that the nice things that are said about us are reality and the bad things aren't. But always just taking that with like, a, I guess, grain of salt. I don't know the right word for it. But just knowing that how others feel about you is not necessarily the reality. And the last thing I have to say, oh, I'm going to publish this episode, but I just feel like it's so disjointed. I'm sorry. I hope I've said something of value to you all. The last thing I'm going to say is to keep a list of objections that your customers give you the first time you sell something. So what is the reason people didn't buy? And I always encourage people to, and this is part of my sales processes too, for all of my stuff is I always get feedback about why people didn't buy. Like, what was it about? Was it timing? Was it not the right time for them? Was it price? Price is usually going to be your biggest objection. Like, I don't have the money right now. Was it they don't have time right now? Was it who, who knows? Get that feedback from your customers who are interested but maybe didn't buy and then create future sales content to answer some of those objections. That'll help you know why people aren't buying and then move forward to be able to warm them up to get them ready to buy, and hopefully they'll buy in the future. Just know, I also want to encourage you all that, you know, oftentimes it takes it takes a long time to build relationships with people to get them to give you money for a high ticket offer. If you're selling something that's like $1,000, $2,000 or higher, those are, those are expensive products. You know, in the several hundred dollar range, you can sell those much more easily than you can sell a high ticket offer. And those high ticket offers require, generally, I'm not going to say all the time, but generally they require a long runway. You know, the the reason to use my example from before in my own business, the reason I can sell a $2,000 course is because I've been serving people in the nature-based space for several years now. And I've been creating content around that and I've been sharing free resources and I've been doing free trainings online. I mean, there's a lot of free stuff that I've put out there that build the runway and build the no like trust and expertise value to allow me to be able to sell a course at that price point right so and there's also a lot of valuable content in it that that we've compiled right that saves people a lot of time so that's it oh y'all after 70 what is this 72 episodes I still, every single episode, feel like I need to go back and re-record. I'm not going to do it, okay? I'm not going to do it. I love you. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to let you see my messy self. That is who I actually am. I'm messy. And it's okay if you are too. You can be a successful business owner and be a little bit of a mess. So I hope some of this ranting on and on about sales and selling was helpful to you. I want to encourage you to know the value that you are offering to people and take a small step to put yourself out there to be a little uncomfortable selling because small steps make great gains over time. Until next time, mind your OT business.